You're listening to The Lena Vishet, and I'm Father Dave Callahan. In the last episode, I tried to break open a bit of a different way of understanding love. Rather than this very simplistic way of focusing just on the feelings, but rather looking at the symbolism. Now, it's easy to understand this when we think of human love, that every person around you is interacting in some way symbolically. If we can simply start to be consciously aware of the message within that symbol and then take some time to really reflect on how does that impact me? Am I able to believe it? That process is a whole lot more difficult than it sounds. And as I said, you've really got to put this into practice because it's not just about feeling loved. It's about starting to recognize how much of a barrier there is inside of our hearts filled with these false beliefs that says, I'm not lovable, I'm not good, I'm not worthy. The more we can consciously meditate on this, it starts to break down that defensive barrier and that's where the transformation takes place. As I opened up that question last time about, you know, has Christianity actually changed you? If someone looked at you, would they recognize that you have been changed by the belief that you have in God's love? This is really where the process takes place. Because fundamentally, our sin comes from an emptiness that we're trying to fill. Or it comes from a defensiveness because we're running on this limitation mentality. There's, there's not enough love to go around. And so I've got to fight and constantly be working to make sure that I'm not going to go without. Whereas if we can start to recognize that we are swimming in love every moment of the day, you know, and we, we just need to learn how to actually receive it, to absorb it a whole lot better. I once explained this to a group using the image of food intolerance, you know, that when a person has an intolerance to wheat, uh, they, they can be eating healthy food, but because of the state of their stomach, their body just simply cannot absorb nutrients, no matter how many nutrients you take in. If you think of the human heart being the same way, that because of the way that we've been hurt, the way we've been damaged, just the fact that we grow up in a world full of sin, our hearts are not able to absorb the love that's around us. And so we need to consciously almost go on a diet of love, learning how to digest these symbols of love as best we can so that we can actually be transformed by them. When this comes down to our prayer, this I think is the key transforming moment. Human love has an amazing transformative power and taking moments of human love into your prayer to reflect on that, that actually is prayer. Don't ever feel guilty about that. Maybe you do need to reflect on how much your spouse is actually loving you or how much your parents have loved you. But once you've learned that process to actually now sit with where you are with God and ask this question of, how is God loving you? This is a little bit more difficult for some people because there can be an assumption that God is pure spirit and so therefore God is going to love me in a purely spiritual way. So I'm going to just feel loved when I pray. 
you know, surely God is just going to infuse love into my heart and I'm going to know that God is there. It doesn't work that way. You see, God made us as bodily people. He knows that we can only receive these things through our bodies. And so the way that God has chosen to reveal his love is in a very physical, tangible way. It's symbolic. One of the great spiritual writers, St. Alphonsus Liguri, touched on this right at the beginning of one of his famous books about the love of God. And what he spoke about, he described it very beautifully as the four symphonies of love. He tried to say that there are four key symbols that God used to reveal his love for the world. And so if in our prayer we're, we're looking to experience God's love, the first place we need to go to is to meditate on, the, on these four key symbols. There is no other way that God is going to show his love to you except through these four things. So very simply, what he suggested was that the first way God loves us is through creation because it's a gift. You know, it's probably the first way you show your love to anybody through a gift. But what this means is that Every encounter you have with creation is an experience with the love of God. Now, when I talk there about creation, I'm not talking about walking through a rainforest or sitting on the beach watching a sunset. I'm saying, just take a look around you right now. What are you sitting on? Or where are you standing? What are you leaning against? That's creation. The very fact that you're breathing oxygen at the moment, that is creation. The very fact that there is blood pumping through your body, that is creation. Right at the heart of our spiritual tradition is the fact that this stuff is not just meaningless. It's not just atoms or matter. It's a symbol of God's love. You know, and right back at the beginning of the book of Genesis, we would believe that this is how Adam and Eve saw the world originally. When they looked at the world, they saw the love of God shining through it. So I think fundamentally, the first thing God does to reveal his love to us is he gives us this world. So my encouragement to you is sometime in your prayer, just sit back and look at it for a moment. Look at it a bit differently. It's not just another stupid tree. It's actually a message that God is speaking to you about what he thinks about you. What is the message that God is saying? You know, when you look at, I suppose, even just the, the enormous history of what God has done to create this world, you know, if, if you're standing on a rock and, you know, you, you believe that this rock is two billion years old, what does that say about God's effort in creation? that he's gone to so much effort and time to make something to bring you joy. What's the message in that? And can you receive it? The second way that God reveals his love is through the mystery of the incarnation, that God comes and dwells amongst us. Because you see, Jesus is a symbol of God's love. God, who is all spirit, pure, transcendent being, needed to find some way to make that love more real and tangible to us. And so God takes on human flesh. Why? 
That's the big question. Why? Why would he do that? And what is he saying about you? You know, the fact that God would humble himself to the point of becoming a completely helpless little child. Why would God do that? And what is he saying about you? Can you understand the message and receive it? The third way that God reveals his love is through the the mystery of the passion, the death and resurrection. Now, this brings us to what is possibly the, the greatest reflection of God's love, which is sacrifice. You know, whenever you try to reveal love to someone, firstly, you would give them a gift. Secondly, you would spend time with them, as we see God doing in the incarnation. And thirdly, it's being able to say, I love you so much that I'm prepared to suffer for you. I'm, I'm prepared to allow this love to hurt me. So to be able to gaze upon the cross and look at the message. I know that many Catholics find it difficult to engage with the cross. And, and, and when we talk about praying with the cross, most people have no idea where to begin. I think the simplest way is to start with the question, why? Why would you love me this much? And, and can I allow myself to receive the fact that you love me this much? The final way that God reveals his love, the way that Alphonsus Liguri speaks of, is through the Eucharist. Now, I think maybe the best way to think of this is as marriage. Because in a sense, marriage is the culmination of those first three ways of loving someone. When, when, when you marry someone, you're saying, I love you so much that I give myself as the gift. I love you so much that I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And I love you so much that I lay my whole life down in sacrifice. I sacrifice my own dreams and plans just to be with you. In the Eucharist, that's basically what God says to us. He says, I make myself into the gift for you. I want to be with you so desperately that I'm prepared to humble myself into the form of bread so that I can dwell within your soul. And I'm prepared to sacrifice heaven so that your heart now becomes my heaven, my dwelling place. That's a powerful message. That that is an enormous message. If you can simply meditate on what God is saying to you and try to believe that, allow the truth of what God is saying about what he thinks about you, Allow that truth to defeat the false messages of what you say about yourself. Allow it to break through the self-condemnation. Allow it to defeat that tendency we have to always remind God about our sins and about how horrible we are. Just allow him to love you. In those four moments of love, you've basically got a lifetime of prayer right there. If you don't know how to pray tomorrow morning, that's the answer. Take one of those four moments where God has revealed his love symbolically and then walk your way through those four stages. See the symbol, understand the message, receive the message, and then feel. Just enjoy it. Delight in being loved. The more you do that, the more you're going to be transformed as a human being. And you're going to start to find that Many of your sinful habits just start to dissolve and disappear from your life. 
And the way you start to see other people is different. And you're no longer going to be living out of this limitation mentality that there's just not enough love to go around. Because if anything, you're going to be overflowing, flooding the rest of the world with the love that you've discovered.